on that trophy. Second season running, that she's done so in the colours of Manchester City. Oh, lovely footwork there from Weah! A special goal in a special game from Caroline Weah. That is world class. That is outstanding. A worldie from Weah. Hello and welcome back to MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. It's good to be back. Another international break done and dusted as City look ahead to the weekend and their trip to St Andrews against Birmingham City in the WSL. A run of three games up until Christmas. Three, in my opinion, very winnable games uh, which will hopefully take City into the new year with a bit of momentum and um, a bit of good form, hopefully, uh, which will see them into the seat. Uh, is see them into the second half of the season. Oh my God, I can't even speak. So this week we're joined by Craig Hadley. Craig is the host of the Brummies Blue podcast. So we're going to chat about Birmingham City, what to expect from Sunday's game. On new management with uh, Darren Carter coming in following the dismissal of Scott Booth really hard to to really know what kind of Birmingham City we're going to get um ahead of Sunday's game but nevertheless this is a game that City should be winning sorry Birmingham fans let's get into it great to welcome you back on the podcast how are you doing i'm doing great thank you for inviting me back match day this weekend it feels like it's been an age again once again for us obviously but we're looking forward to uh, our trip to st andrews it'll be the first time obviously for us to to visit st andrews how have you how have you found the move to the new stadium first of all i i'm not particularly a fan of it i know a lot of the more um vocal fans weren't very happy about it either but it's not something that's going to change, so I've kind of accepted it. And I feel like it's a good thing for the players and the staff who get to use better facilities compared to what they had at Solly or Moors, which was all right, but it was obviously not the standard as, as a, of a championship team. So for them, it's it's good, and hopefully long term, it's it's good for the good for the club as a whole. But as a, as a fan base, I think we were against it. I don't think that's changed particularly much in the last few months. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel that it's affected? You know, firstly, the attendances, but obviously the fans are feeling it at the moment as well. I mean, I've seen obviously a few comments with, you know, things like access to to even simple things like the the, the bar that we had, obviously at Solimores, you know, we used to be able to go have a little drink before <laughs> before the match and just little things like that. Yeah, I think to to some people at the club, they're, they're trying to work on those sorts of things. I think they were just being extra careful given the the pandemic and stuff that's happened over the last year or year and a year or two years now, I suppose. And I think it, it's all about getting used to, they obviously they had one game a year where they were playing at St. Andrews before. So it's, it, that was, they could prepare for that, but obviously this is more long-term it's more often now. So they have to try and uh, balance that with um, sustainability and uh, making sure that they can afford to put these sorts of things on. But um, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a work in progress, I think, in, in, in those terms, really. And obviously, it's been quite a difficult start to the season. Uh, half, well, we're near in halfway point for Birmingham. Obviously, yet to find a win um, so far this season across all competitions. Um, 
I mean, how would you summarise that kind of the, the start, I suppose, for, for yourselves? Well, we, we haven't we haven't won at home for two years now, I think it is. But last year was a bit of a weird one because half of the games weren't actually at home because they were played at Burton, I think it was. And then you had ones at Sedan, so, uh, various grounds which weren't actually at home. So I think last year you can write off, but this year... I think in terms of the performances, we've been looking all right. I thought the actual football under Scott Booth was better than what we saw under Carl Award, just in terms of enjoy in the way, the, the type of uh, style of football we were playing. But I think this this season we were making more mistakes than we were last year, and that was costing us. So in games where you weren't going to score goals, if you concede one due to a mistake, then you've got to score at least two to win the match. And I think that was just um, too much to get back into these games. So we were losing games just too easily and then um as 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 a result we haven't got the results and picking up the um I think it's only one point so far this season against West Ham was uh, uh good to get but obviously in other games we've just given away too many mistakes and just can't score at the other end so it's it's obviously cost Scott his job but I didn't think we were playing that badly so it came as a surprise when he was sacked but then to some other fans it wasn't a surprise so I guess it's just uh how lenient you are with someone I gave I gave Marta a bit more time than some others so I think I'd just like to see them get 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 a bit of time to adjust to new clubs obviously coming down from Scotland which is a different level altogether as well yeah I mean the way the the point against West Ham that was away wasn't it uh yeah 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 because we, yeah, we haven't we haven't picked up any well haven't picked up any points for a while anyway <laughs> the whole situation regarding Scott Beaver I think maybe comes a bit as a, a surprise because you kind of obviously felt with the appointment given it was kind of like a long-term contract. It was was it about three years? So, I mean, did that come as a bit as a, as a surprise because you kind of felt as though it was um, a work in progress with Birmingham? Yeah, I definitely thought when they gave him a three-year contract, I thought it was a long-term move and that they would give him time to adjust to, obviously, the, the amount of changes that happened over the summer for the probably the second or third time in a row now that's happened. Most of the squad have left in the summer. Um, but obviously they've they've fought definitely they've they've obviously value um short term survival in the WSL over long term building building the club um in, in uh, a new era under Scott Booth. So yeah, it's disappointing. I think I thought there was gonna be longevity with Scott Booth, but obviously that's not the case now with uh Darren Carter coming in till the end of the season. But it, it does feel like they're they're trying to think of the short term goals of keeping the money which they're gonna get from the T V deal and stuff that sort of thing over possibly long-term planning. Obviously a lot of players coming from Scotland and Ireland this year and needed time to adjust to the league and they haven't been given that time, at least with Scott Booth as manager. Darren Carter, as far as he's a, he's a Birmingham man, is that right? For- yeah, he played um, He played about five seasons, I think, for the men's team. He was um, recently, as the last four seasons, uh, he played for Solio Moors in the National League. He was... Um, He's born in Solihull, so that makes sense. Obviously, we've got links with Solihull where we used to play as well. So that's a, that's a, obviously a link there as well. And um, more recently, he was the assistant um, coach at West, uh, West Bromwich Albion Women for the last three months, I think it was. So he's had, he dipped his toes in women's football, but it's not really anything long-term to see would be a success at the moment. But obviously, he hasn't had his first game, so we won't judge him until we've seen him at least until the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, obviously, first game in charge... Uh, at home against City. Um, how are you feeling heading into that game? 
dread, dreading it would be, but, but I was dreading it no, no matter what, because it's obviously a team which I think have underperformed this season. And I think that they're, they're bound to hit good form sooner or later. And obviously there's probably players that are going to come back now that have been out before the international break. So hopefully for you, at least that'd be a positive, um, positive to see. But I think, I don't know what to expect given that Darren Carter's had a bit of time with some of the squad. Obviously a lot of the squad have been away on internationals as well with Ireland, Northern Ireland and Scotland and Greece as of course for SRE's case. So I don't think he's going to have much time with some of the, the more established players to get his style of play across, but it, it's, it's, a, it's an unknown until we see them against Man City, how they'll set up, if they'll be defensive or they'll try and play a counter-attacking game. I, I just, just, um, it's too early to, to tell what he's going to try and get out of the team because he hasn't really had any managerial experience, especially at this level. Definitely. I think it'd be quite an interesting to see, you know, what kind of Birmingham we're going to set up against. I think for me, obviously, we didn't in the week in an interview that I seen, obviously, um, Darren do with the club. He spoke about that belief that he'd like to see, obviously, see come through with the players. I mean, it's almost something that's been missing from that squad for Birmingham for, for some time. And how do you feel Darren might go about changing that mindset throughout the squad? I don't necessarily, I've, I've heard him say this in a lot of interviews recently. I don't necessarily think that the morale was that bad. I thought you got players like Rebecca Holloway and um, Gemma Lawley obviously didn't really feature loads under Marta, particularly Pex Holloway. Her confidence was dramatically uh, took a downturn after she came back from the States and played for uh, Marta when she was brought in in the first time. And then under Carla Ward, she got her confidence back, played a left back, a position she wasn't used to, at least in uh, England. And then this season, she's been in some of the best form of her life. And I think I think the confidence was there. I just don't think, I think there were, I don't know. It was like, I think there was a lot of mistakes and I think that maybe put doubt in people, players' minds when they look to make the pass or make the run. And I think that's cost Scott the job. And then obviously, if Darren Carter can get rid of the mistakes, I think that's the main thing. If we can limit the mistakes to much, much less than they were before, then we've got chances in games, not necessarily against Man City, but other games, winnable games in this league. And I just think, I don't know if confidence is the thing. I think it's just a case of if he can get the players to cut out the mistakes, really. I think that's the main, main issue. Yeah, I mean, obviously, from a City perspective, we've seen that ourselves this season and, you know, we've been on the back end of it too. So I can understand how that can be frustrating as a fan. I've got to touch upon some of the performances, though. I mean, even though, like you said, the results haven't been there, some of the individual performances have. I think we've got to talk about the Quins. I think both of them have played well this season. And uh, I I think it's fair to say, they have, they have a, had a really good positive impact, you know, even though the results haven't been there necessarily, there are some some real positives within the Birmingham side. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Louise and Lucy, as you mentioned, have, have had good seasons. Rebecca Holloway at left-back's been good. Um, I think J- Jamie, F- Jamie Finn, who's came over from Ireland, playing in this league for the first time, I think she's really impressed. She can play in midfield as well as right-back. And I think she's someone who... Coming over from Ireland's not easy. You've, you've obviously seen like Simone McGill do well in recent years, but the li- it's very limited the amount, the amount of players who come straight from Ireland into the WSL and hit the ground running. So it's good to see her as well. Uh, you got Jade Pennock. I think she's done well stepping up from the Championship from Sheffield United this season. Uh, she's someone who Carla Ward wanted last season, but we managed to get her this season. 
she scored she scored uh i think she's the one who scored against west ham actually but um if, if not she definitely scored in one of the games i remember that um but yeah i think that there's good performances but i think there's a lot more to come i think uh, it's it's a very young squad, and not not particularly loads of um, established players. You've got Lucy, uh, Louise Quinn. Lucy Quinn's now a senior player. Where when she was at the club last time, she was probably one of the younger players. So she's stepping up herself. And you've obviously got the established Harriet Scott as well, who's been there a while now as well. Yeah, and Louise is obviously shown as well what a, a great leader she is. Uh, and I think that is a, a real, you know, something that perhaps Birmingham didn't necessarily truly have and and now they've got a real strong leader in Louise. Yeah, I think I think since Karis Harrop left it's yeah. been a, a a gap that they needed to fill. Um the the pressure on Christy Murray coming in last year to be captain was something that she can handle but um she's obviously been in a lot of relegation battles herself so it's not it it eventually wears you down so the the pressure to be the one who pulls the team out of it every game is is a lot to take and obviously Christy's now uh, not the captain, but she's obviously coming back to full fitness. Hopefully she can have an influence uh, later in the season. And for you now, obviously, looking obviously ahead to this run of games at Birmingham, we've got Christmas and, and obviously into the new year. So you're in a, I don't want to say relegation battle at the moment, but you've got to pick up the points somewhere. And, and Birmingham, this is something that they've managed to do. They've managed to find wins. They've managed to find points in places where, you know, you probably expect them not to get um, and obviously under this new leadership, under new management with Darren coming in, um, are you hoping obviously that you can see um, a transformation in the team and the the, resu- the results starting to come in for Birmingham? I think you can call it a relegation battle considering there's two teams with a nine point gap between them and the next team up in the league. I, just don't, to, I just don't want to do that, <laughs> Craig. I'll, 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 I'll say it for you because I'm, I'm, you know I'm like. <laughs> I, I think... It, it it was a weird time in some ways to get rid of Scott because of the run we've, we've got coming up. Obviously, you got the Chelsea game just before the international break. Then you've got Man City. Then we've got the big game against Leicester. But then you've got Arsenal, Man United and Reading after after in the new year. So I, realistically, the games you're going to pick up points in those, you've got to be Leicester City, Reading, and then you've got Leicester again in February. So I think that it's a weird time with the amount of games which we weren't going to get probably anything out of either way but um yeah i think le- the leicester game is going to be obviously big because they've changed their manager as well which is it could go either way they could obviously they had that good result against man, U- man-, uh, man united in the conti cup uh last week or the week before whenever it was now so i think i think they'll be more motivated than they were i, th- I think Sometimes you want longevity. Obviously, Emma Hayes has done well at Chelsea, but then you've got uh, Jonathan Morgan was there for seven years at Leicester City. So maybe maybe things got a bit stale, even though he was re- well-respected at the club. Obviously, sometimes a big change um, brings out um, brings a positive effect for the team. So I think, I don't, don't convince we're going to win many games, but if we win enough games to be ahead of Leicester come the end of the season, then I'll be happy. But it's going to be tough. And uh, it, it's just it's just one of those where, Either Darren does well or he fails, and then we probably get a new coach next year in the championship. Yeah. But you really don't want to be in that situation again. I mean, it that's what I mean. It seems like there's been so much there's a lack of consistency in that respect. You know, Birmingham can't build up on anything or find any stability because they've not been able to allow themselves time to do that. 
Yeah, but mainly because the players keep leaving because they, they they're not happy with the conditions, and I think that's fair. If you if you're not happy and you're not and you don't think that you're treated the way you should be treated, then you you are going to look elsewhere. Obviously, even when the club was realistically looking after the players really well when under Mark Skinner towards when we had some of the best players of the last decade or so, you still had players who will leave the club for bigger clubs just to further their careers. Obviously, Jess Carter's getting herself back in the Chelsea team recently. Uh, obviously, Aoife Mannion's getting a run of games now that she's a Man United after that bad injury at Man City, unfortunately. But I think there's, players are always going to leave, but I think if the atmosphere is right and, the, and you at least feel like you're being treated well, I think you're willingly to stay and fight for it. And then sometimes it's just you've had too much and you want to you've just had enough of it and you need to leave and that's that's okay and unfortunately the the last few years it's not been good and you can understand why people want to leave but um hopefully going forward now we can get some some stability even if it's going down first uh, i totally understand that um craig i'm gutted because i actually can't get to the game on sunday which is a shame because i i it was Always, Birmingham is always one of those games that I really look forward to ascending. Um, but with Cole, no, no, it's fine. I, I was just going to say it, it's it's bad that I'm not I'm not going to be there either. I'm going to um, Starbridge, Sheffield United in the FA Cup because it's the first it's the first time they've got to the third round of the FA Cup. I think it is Starbridge. So I'm going with my dad to support the local team. But um, I, I I I was almost going to go to Birmingham City game. It was just I thought. That came up and I was like, oh, that's that's something different. And I'm so so you can let yourself off, Emma, because I'm not yeah, going okay. either. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, but you know, it, it's it's one of those games that I always do really enjoy. And, and regardless of obviously the situation that we both find ourselves in this season so far, um, you know, Birmingham is always one of those games that I, I really enjoy. It's you know, the fans are great, the banter's great, um, and usually the football that's out on the pitch is usually really good too. So yeah, especially especially in um, the past, no, well, about three or four years ago, when it used to be very very close each games. You had games going yeah, to extra time. It. You had games going to penalties. It was very you know very entertaining. You had cup finals. It was it, it was, it was good times. It was good times. Yeah, I mean the Birmingham games always with that little bit of a, a banana skin where we always sort of headed into it with a little little bit of trepidation and you know it's I mean it's a little bit different now, but. As, you know, given the recent performances that we've seen from City, I head into every game with a little, <laughs> a little bit of trepidation at the moment. Um, so I'm just glad that obviously we're, we're returning back off this international break that it seems to have once again just gone on for a lifetime and that we've got a good run of games that, you know, we can look forward to uh, with the run up to Christmas. And I would like to wish you all the very best and a very happy Christmas, Craig, because, you know, you. we can start doing that too. So hopefully in the new year, we'll catch up at some point and uh, yeah, and enjoy a game together. Maybe if you can get up to the Academy. Yeah, no problem. Have all the best. And uh, thank you once again for having me on. All right. And just before you go, Craig, tell us a little bit about the Brummies Blue podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, we've been doing it for, well, this is the fifth season now. So I've been doing it since 2017, I think it was. Um, started out as just me, then it was me and Chris, then it was me and Chris and Kaz, then it's me, Chris. One of, one no. of the, the women's football OGs. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been here a long time now. And it's, yeah, yeah. 
the, the, the revolving cast of people who I'm I'm on the show with might change, but I'm still here somehow. But um, yeah, it's me, me and Kaz will be back sometime end of December after the Leicester game, either crying into drinks or be be cheerful. We'll we'll, we'll soon see. But uh, yeah, it's 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 good to get the podcast back. It's been a while. Just things getting in the way, getting away of the show. But it's good to be back and uh, all things Birmingham City. Uh, Brum is blue. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, Craig. And uh, yeah, all the best and hopefully see you soon. No problem. All the best. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks to Craig from Brum is Blue for joining me on this week's show. We'll be back next Friday. In between now and then, we've got two games. The first on Sunday, Birmingham, as we've been talking about there, at St Andrews. 2pm kickoff. Uh, We'll be available to watch live via the FA player. If you are travelling down to the game, have a safe journey. And then Wednesday night, we will be back on the road once again where we play Leicester for the final group stage game of the Conti Cup. A win there will see us progress into the quarterfinals of the Conti Cup. And then Sunday, we will be back home for the final game in the run-up to Christmas and the last game of 2021 where we welcome Reading to the Academy Stadium. So really looking forward to that one. Uh, Yeah, so a big week ahead. So we'll be back on Friday recapping on the week's games and looking ahead to Sunday's game at the Academy Stadium against Reading. Until then, take care and we'll see you soon.